when I shoot people now, I'm like, I want to shoot like this vibe. Here's like two, three reference photos. Um, and then if you can, my wishlist outfit is one, two, and three. Right. Um, and that gives people like a better sense of direction and expectation. And so once they have that, they can better understand what you're trying to pull off. Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community, and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week, we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. Hey, y'all. Today, my guest on the podcast is Chris Aguilar. He is an editorial and portrait photographer based out in sunny San Diego, California. And if you have ever been on a photo shoot where you and the model just really didn't quite connect, then this episode is for you. Chris is sharing some tips on how to build rapport with your models before and during a photo shoot. So let's get into it. Welcome to the podcast, uh, Chris. I'm excited to have you here. Uh, my guest today is Chris Aguilar. We're going to be talking about uh, building rapport with our models and getting them comfortable in front of the camera, all that good stuff, um, which is super, super important. Chris, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, I have projects that are all rolling around my brain that I'm just trying to box and compartmentalize over here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Any other yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's I constantly, I'm just, I, f I feel like that's like the, um, it's a blessing in some, some ways, but also like the curse of the entrepreneur because we're yeah. always just thinking about all the things, all the projects, all the things that we can do. Um, yeah. even whenever I'm just like, walking, like taking the trash outside. I'm like thinking of, of the different, different projects and like, Oh yeah, I've got this thing. Like, how should I do this? Um, yeah. and it's, it's, it's difficult to, to set aside and just like, um, compartmentalize my brain. Yeah. Um, I hear people talking about it and that it's great. Uh, I don't yeah. necessarily <laughs> know how to do that. Maybe I'll have an expert yeah. come on and, uh, <laughs> and then we can listen. I think there's a part of it, like an old uh, boss of mine, or previous boss of mine, like his, like that was that, that was what he would tell me. It's like you have to learn to like put work aside and spend time with your family, or put work aside and just watch TV. Yeah. But he was also the same guy that would like never shut off his brain. And it's like mm. oh, it's just something you just have to learn to just do. I don't know how to describe it, and like not yeah. feel guilty for it. Right. Yeah. And I think I think that's really a difficult thing, especially for a lot of us who like work at home or or entrepreneurs who are just like always wanting to build and, and be better because whenever you're at home, like with the family, um, just hanging out in your free time, you almost feel a little bit guilty, uh, because you're like, Oh, I should be working right now. Um, yeah. but then other times whenever you're at work, you're like, I should be, I should be relaxing right now. I know I need to yeah. take a break. Um, yeah. and it's just like that continual cycle. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely something to aspire to, uh, to be better at compartmentalizing, uh, the times of day and, and doing all that, uh, which I, I've found that scheduling when to work, uh, has really helped me 
just being like, okay, from like two to 4 PM, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to batch work on this thing. I'm going to answer all of my emails during that two hours and not think about anything else. And having that like time frame where this is the only time that I have to finish this has really helped uh, at least somewhat narrow that constant spaghetti brain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, well, well, Chris, um, for those of the, those of the listeners that, that maybe don't know you um, and just, you know, for, for everyone listening and watching right now, where are you based? What do you love photographing? Uh, tell us all about Chris. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so my name is Chris. I go by Kate Digital's on Instagram. Um, that's the brand I'm trying to build behind me, in front of that, behind that, Sweet. whatever the word is. Uh, based in San Diego, California. I lived in California my whole life. Uh, I grew up in LA, uh, a small town called San Pedro um, in LA County. Um, and then I spent the past five, six years in the Bay area in San Jose. Um, I went to school for a bit where I really focused on working in startups. Um, and then this pre back in December, 2020, I moved to San Diego to focus on the photography thing and build that. Nice. Nice. Was, um, was there something calling you to San Diego for photography other than just like the beauty of San Diego and like La Jolla and sunset cliffs and like all of the amazing places out there. Yeah, no, that's a good question. Yeah. That could, that's, I could take that a lot of ways. Um, well, so, um, yeah, let me give the context. So group in LA, um, was really start, like I was in bands originally and like metal bands and punk bands. And that was the thing I wanted to do. Cool. Um, but then when I got to community college, I then started to think like, okay, let, I want a job. I want to make money. Like, let me, this is what I'm supposed to do. Right. And so I mm-hmm. went to the Bay area, which is a whole different world than Southern California, for sure. A whole different world. Um, but then there, that's when I like, I discovered Steve jobs and like all the crazy things that were like built and how companies were built. Um, and just like how people get stuff done. Um, but that really, that attitude of you're here to work. Right. And we're all in this together. Like you're going to war. Um, I got burnt out <laughs> doing all that. Right. 24 <laughs> yep. seven. Uh-huh. Uh, and then me and my now wife at the time we were dating, um, we were trying to find somewhere to live. She never, I met her in the Bay area. She's lived there her whole life. Um, and we took a week off to come to San Diego just to, as one of the areas to visit. And as soon as we got there, I'm like, well, this is where we're going to move. I already, I oh, miss yeah. being by a beach. I miss the SoCal vibe, but I don't want to go back to LA because I left there. Right. I want to keep, keep, I'm still young, right. There's still a lot I could do. Oh yeah. Um, but San Diego still has the same kind of vibes, but it's not LA. Um, yeah. It feels like a little bit more of like, it still has the beach vibe and, you know, very much the, like for those like outside of California, like myself in Texas, it's that like uh stereotypical, like very chill beach surfer type vibe in San Diego, but a lot more kind of like laid back than, than LA yeah. less, less big city and more, uh, I don't know. It almost feels like a little bit more intimate, more family, uh, mm-hmm. just from the the times that I've visited there. Uh, yeah, which for sure. I, I love San Diego. It's one of my, one of my favorite places to, to visit, mm-hmm. um, and would sure move there uh, <laughs> if yeah, I had the chance. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, uh, so how long ago was that that you like started in your photography business and everything? So, yeah. So I picked up a camera 
and was like being paid for it ten, like starting 10 years ago. Um, but it was very like lousy in terms of efforts. Like I didn't know how to really do marketing. I like everything was referral based, which it's, I'm good in networking. So that's good there, but it also Mm -hmm. wasn't something I, like if no money came in, I wouldn't know how to go get money. Right. It was kind of like, I was there. Um, and then about a year ago, um, before I moved to San Diego, that's when I, it kind of clicked, like, this is clearly what I want to do. So let me just push on the gas and make this actually happen. Yeah. Uh, And yeah gone up nice nice is there is there one thing in particular just i know this isn't our topic tonight but i'm just i'm just curious because i was in a, a kind of like a similar boat like the first five years of my business was very referral based it was a lot of word of mouth i didn't do hardly any advertising other than um like I shared my photos a lot with because uh, i'm primarily a wedding photographer and uh whenever i would uh, shoot a wedding, I would like email all the vendors and like send them photos. And that got me a lot of referral work, but it wasn't until about five years in that I was like, Oh, like I should probably be actually marketing and like (laughs) moving forward and learning about the business side of this business. Um, was there maybe not one thing in particular, but just like something that you can really look at like, Oh yeah, this really moved me forward. Yeah. So I think, I think the biggest thing for me has been posting a lot more Instagram. Um, but I want to get more content. I feel like that's like a, a cliche thing to say, but um, like, it's one thing to like keep Instagrams like your, your portfolio and like right. watch the, the feed and make sure that's all the same color and get really like artsy about it. Uh-huh. Um, but I kind of applied more of the, what I could, Prior to doing that, my job was social media, business development, marketing for a startup. And so a lot of times that artsy part's not there. You have to just grind and kind of take the fight to everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm posting more on Instagram, but me more strategic about using hashtags, actually going and commenting on other people's photos and like really building a network, Um, doing more collabs with folks, being consistent with people I work with. That slowly starts to build like a new network for you. But oh, yeah. that's how people find you. Because a lot of the time people that, that hire me um, aren't necessarily like models that want to do an editorial shoot. It'll be a wedding or a graduation shoot or um, I like a, a straw company, like a reusable straw company reach out to me. And this Friday, nice. I'm flying to the barrier to shoot um, like band photos. None yeah. of my, like there's some stuff like that on my Instagram, but it's all what I want to shoot. Right. But people see that and then they just like your style and they're like, oh, I want to hire you because I just like you, right? Right, um, yeah. So to me, that's, that's worked. And I've been able to kind of, um, what's the word? Repeat that. I think that's the word I feel like like better word, but I've been able to repeat that kind of cycle. And like, I know, okay, this works. Let me just refine it now. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like, it's using social media as a tool rather than just like a vessel to like throw your photos up there, but Mm -hmm. actually using it for the social aspect and engaging with other people. Like the biggest Mm -hmm. thing that I, I, tell anyone who's just like, I want to get more engagement on Instagram. Why don't people like and comment on my photos? I'm like, go like and comment on other people's photos. Like conversation. Yeah. Oh yeah. The conversation plus like the algorithm. If you Mm -hmm. do that, Instagram's just like, Oh, Hey, you're social. I'm going to send people your way because you're going to keep them on this app a little bit longer. Um, so I love that. I love love, uh, that's, that's really great. Um, uh, that's cool. Um, so kind of similar, similar question, which maybe that is the answer to this question too. But I'm curious, is there something, 
um, just throughout your, uh, you know, your 10 years or so uh, with the camera kind of in business that um, either a piece of advice or some sort of lesson or something that you've learned that really kind of changed your, either the way that you look at business, the way that you look at um, networking or, or, or something like that. Mm. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. The biggest thing for me has had to been my startup experience before I did the target thing. Um, okay. Yeah. It's, so I could, I could run with that. So now, so let me get the back context, right? Before like, so I was trying to ban stuff like that and art is cool. I love working with other artists and stuff like that, but I think a lot of times too many artists are romantic about being artists. Yes. Um, <laughs> And when they realize you are building a business, a business is more than just taking the photos, even though that's what you like to do. And that's why people say, oh, don't make your hobby, your, your passion, your, your job, because you'll, you'll not like it. It's like, right. no, you'll like it. It'll just be easier to get things done, but you still have to put in work, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, move memo, he is here now. <laughs> so when I... Like I mentioned, I was doing this for 10 years, but I was looking back, I can tell I was lousy, but back then I thought I was doing all the work I was, I could do right for a human. Right. Um, but then you meet people like Elon Musk and Steve Jobs and you realize, Oh, there's a lot more energy you have in your body. And so when I start working for the startup, we're working, you know, 7am to midnight, 10pm every night, you no know, weekends. Um, and it sucks, but then you start to realize, Oh, this is how companies are built. Not every company is like that, but companies really do require a lot of energy. Um, but every little thing you, you can think of is done by somebody. Right. And so yeah. like, you could say, oh, like you could be the graphic designer at a company. Someone still has to go get money for you. Right. Someone has to, their job is go get money. Don't mess up. But then at mm-hmm. the same time, you know, how did you come up with that strategy? Oh, that took a lot of meetings. That took a lot of grinding. That took a lot of mistakes being made and you get good at it. But at the same time, when you're behind the scenes and you see how decisions are actually made and conversations you're had, you're like, Oh, how did we do pot? We pull that off. We just kind of threw stuff at the wall. Or we had <laughs> notes. Like you really have to strategize. Right. Oh yeah. And so after doing that, I realized, okay, if I want to make my own company in escape photography, there's a lot more I have to think about in terms of, you know, not just taking photos and really figure, okay, how do I do that? And like you said, schedule time every day, this is mm-hmm. what the task are done. And like, I might go a whole week without ever shooting, but I'm sitting there working on, okay, how do I improve my SEO? You know, how am I going to improve my biz dev? Do I have to get a more podcast? Do I have to network with different folks? What's the big picture goal? Where am I, if I had $10,000, where would I spend that? Like all these oh, things yeah. going around, right? And you just have to think, oh, this is overwhelming. But that's what, that's what building company is, right? And that's why people hire teams. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's, that's really important. Just like what you were saying with, you know, maybe you don't even have a shoot that week, but continue to work in your business. Um, and I think this past year with the pandemic and so many like shutdowns and people not being, I like, I was two months without a single photo shoot just because, uh, it wasn't like legal to go photograph with anyone outside of my home. And, um, and I think just looking from the outside at other businesses, you can see the ones that were still working on their business and working on SEO, like writing blogs, doing, uh, you know, reaching out, networking with people during those slow months, uh, just, you know, year to year during the slow months or over this last year where we had a lot of slow time that wasn't like physically 
photographing. Um, the, the people who put time in during that slow time to build their business, they're thriving now. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're like really taken off. And the people that were just like, well, I can't photograph. So let me just sit back. I don't have anything to post on social media. I'm not going to, I'm just going to take a break. And those are either not photographing anymore or still finding it difficult to find, uh, find clients. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, it's, that's really, really important. Uh, what you were touching on there of, you know, you, there is a grind to it. Um, and it is, uh, starting a photography business is a lot like a startup because it's you, uh, a lot of times it's solopreneur, yeah. you're doing everything, you're marketing, you're, uh, bookkeeping, you're doing advertising and all the things, uh, and then also photographing. And a lot of us, we just, we love taking photos. I mean, that's how I started the business was my, my business was, mm. I love taking photos. And I saw that people could pay me to do it. And I was like, all right, mm. I'll, I'll do this. And I didn't know what to do with, uh, yeah. you know, putting, putting the business side, uh, together. So, yeah, I, I think that's, that's great. So that's like, like not even what we had planned to talk about, but I think that's <laughs> such great advice. Uh, for, so all of you listening right now, you're welcome for just like this two part episode with Chris. Um, but kind of getting into the topic, uh, of today, um, with building rapport with our models, um, during a photo shoot. Um, is there anything that you do like just to kind of like prime them before the photo shoot, um, like setting expectations or anything like that, that, that leads into, uh, kind of making that, that rapport a little bit easier once they get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think for me, it's definitely like, I guess a, a, a good way to put it is like, it's like a very brand experience. So one, I, I, I text people in email form, right? So like if I'm demons on Instagram, like, Hi, mm. Diane. Hope your day is going well. My name is right. Chris Aguilar. I'm a photographer. So-and-so is something best, comma, Chris. And they'll respond, oh, man, that sounds cool. I'm like, hi, Cheyenne. Thanks for the feedback. Sounds good. like, and it's, it's, some people just don't like doing that. That's extra work and that's weird. No one writes that way unless you're in like corporate. Uh -huh. But because people know that's how corporate people write, when I write that way, it comes off, okay, this guy's a little, maybe a little bit more like, uh, more like stiff, but he's professional, Right. And then they meet me and they're like, oh, you're the, this chill guy. I'm like, yeah, um, <laughs> it's that. And you look at my Instagram, right? Like I, I like shooting, you know, folks as much as other people. And like, it's great shooting women. Like that's just a whole nother topic to talk about. But when you go to my page, it's not very booty in LA. It's not, you know, just booty and all that. Right. But in San Diego, especially that's, that's San Diego. And so you see my stuff and you see the edginess, you see the moodiness, you see like the respect in the photos. I think people say, okay, this guy, there's something to him. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's, I think where that goes into play. Um, I think the other is also having a vision and having like an action plan. So what I used to do again, now I know why it didn't work was when I reach out to people, like, Hey, do you want to shoot? And that was it. And they want to right. respond. Like, what do you want to do? I'm like, Oh, I'll do whatever you want to do. Like I'm, I'm open. Cause I was, uh -huh. but I didn't know that was not a good thing to say. Um, because you make, it just shows you don't know what you're doing, right? Where you don't have a plan. It's probably a little weird. They're probably going to do more work than they probably want to just to mm -hmm. get the shot. Yeah. Uh, when I shoot people now, I'm like, I want to shoot 
like this vibe. Here's like two, three reference photos. Um, and then if you can, my wishlist outfit is one, two, and three, right? Um, and that gives people like a better sense of direction and expectation. And so once they have that, they can better understand what you're trying to pull off, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, but, well, no buts. That's yeah. That's <laughs> things. And then when you, I think, uh, and someone, I learned this when I was, when I really started taking things seriously, I asked one model, um, we we're just kind of like gossiping about the scene. And she said, uh, you can tell if a photographer is a creeper or not. One, through how they talk to you through DMs, that's a, mm-hmm. a sign. But you can tell within 30 seconds of meeting them what the shoot is going to be like, right? Based yeah. on how they carry themselves. Um, and that stuck with me. And so like, oftentimes you meet me, like if I'm shooting them all like my first time, I'm, I'm a little nervous. Um, I'm very like over explaining but trying to explain like this, is what I'm trying to accomplish, you know, here's what we're going to do. Here's how I, you know, I'm going to hardcore stare at you. So if you see me just really looking at your elbow uh-huh. uh, or, you know, I make you do all these different moves for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, you know, what? I don't like any of the photos. I'm sorry. That's, that's normal. But, but at the same time, if that's weird, please let me know. Right. I want, I please like, and I will right. act all extra. And then right away people are like, dude, chill out. It's fine. But that, now they understand, okay, this guy is trying really hard to not be weird. Right, right. right. Yeah. And I, and I think that, um, like you were saying, or like that model was telling you, that like within the first 30 seconds, you can really tell if this is a creeper photographer. Because mm-hmm. um, there are definitely a lot of creeper photographers out there. Um, I feel like there's fewer and fewer now, or at least I'm running into fewer and fewer. Um, but like I've I've heard stories, uh, from, uh, from model friends. Um, uh, and I've, I've seen other photographers, just the way that they interact with yeah. the models. Um, it's just, it's creepy. And, um, and like they're, it's, it's very objectifying of the, the photo shoot. And it's not, not like, um, you know, let's create something together. It's like, let me do this thing. Um, but um, I, I don't know, kind of going back to what you said, you mentioned this um, just a second ago um, and I just lost it. <laughs> what was I going to, what was it? It was, it was like, Ooh, I need to like earmark that, uh, go back to it. Um, you had said that, Oh, uh, that you used to just like reach out to to models and be like, Hey, let's, let's shoot whatever you want to do. Yeah. And it's like that. Um, too many options um yeah it it just like there's there's so much stuff that it's just like i don't even know what we can do because there are so many options uh what like what what do you want to do um and then and then also by by giving direction and setting those expectations of hey i have this idea for a photo shoot i think you'd be great at it um and like you said, like, these are my, like my dream list, uh, outfits that gives them more of like a box of, okay, this is, this is where we're going to go. Um, because there, there are definitely some models, um, that whenever you reach out and you're like, Hey, let's just, let's shoot. Um, and it's like a, you know, a trade for, for photo type deal or whatever. Um, they're just like, okay, cool. I'm going to go do whatever I want. And they're going to take photos. And it just kind of 
gives them just whatever and they just can can run with it but whenever you give those parameters of like this is the kind of photo shoot that i'm looking at uh, like i do the same with with couples because i'm mostly mostly wedding photography um and every now and then like whenever i'm traveling somewhere i will reach out to people on instagram that live in that town mm-hmm. and i'll be like hey let's let's do let's do a photo shoot together and I used to do the same thing where I would just DM someone and just be like, Hey, I'm going to be in town. I'm a photographer. Would you want some photos? And then they're like, yeah, what did you have in mind? I'm like, Oh, whatever you want. It's cool. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times they would just like ghost after that or just be like, I don't know, this doesn't seem that professional, but now I reach out. I'm like, Hey, I have this idea. Like I want to do like a nighttime photo shoot and like there's this place where we can sit there and then there's a bunch of cars that'll come past and we can get like those light streaks and like mm-hmm. long exposure stuff. Would y'all be down for that? Like, it seems like you, that would match your vibe. And most of the time, whenever you come at them like that, it's just like, oh yeah, that sounds amazing. Like, let's yeah. do this. Um, and it, it gives that, uh, that sense of professionalism of like, oh, this isn't just a Hey, let's shoot and have fun. But this is something that you've put time and effort into already and, uh, and then reaching out. So I, I love that. I just, like you said that and I was like, Ooh, yeah. Yep. I, Cause I've, I've, yeah. I've seen that in, in my own experience too. Um, and I think that's great. Like setting those expectations well before the photo shoot, um, really gives them, uh, I know something to, to walk into. Uh, yeah. cause I know for me, anytime that I'm getting my photo taken by a photographer, I don't know if I don't have any expectation going into the photo shoot, I'm just like, okay, uh, this could go great. Um, or yeah. like, I don't know what's going to go on. Are we going to have music going? Is this going to be fun? Um, are also very helpful. I learned that I invest in a portable speaker and yes, Spotify $10 a month. If you have to like it, it changes the vibe so much. Yeah, it is. It is crazy how, uh, and, and like, that's another thing. Like whenever I do a photo shoot, I always ask like, what's, what's some of your favorite music? What do you like? And either build a playlist for them or just like, you know, Spotify, you can just search for that artist. And then there's like that, you know, Taylor Swift radio. And then, we can just listen to some, but like having something that's familiar to them, that music like breaks down the awkward barriers and like, okay. Yeah. Like not even uh, consciously it'll, it'll break down those barriers. So yeah. Uh, and I think yeah. a big part is because if you're, especially you're shooting in public, which is generally a lot of shoots when there's, mm-hmm. it, oh yeah, it, it creates like a, almost like a barrier. Cause either way, if you don't have music, people are going to look right. Um, and that's something you have to think about when you have music, it kind of gives your brain something to, to focus on, I guess, mm-hmm. that's not just photographer and kind of kills all background noise. And especially if music is good and you start vibing with it, yeah, it makes you focus. Right. And that's also very necessary. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and it gets you out of your head to where mm-hmm. you're not just like hearing shutter clicks and you're yeah. like, am I like, is this, is this still good? Am I like, do I still look okay? And like, you start getting in your head. Um, but whenever you just like jam into some music, like that loosens up those, uh, those poses as well. Um, Hey John, you got a sec? 
Yeah, friend with the same exact voice as mine. What's up? Do you enjoy going to the post office? You know, I really don't. There's long lines and maybe there's that little like kiosk thing that works sometimes, but the postage doesn't always print and then you have to wait in the long line anyway. So yeah, no. Why do you ask? Well, I think that ShipStation would be perfect for you. ShipStation is a web-based shipping and order management software that makes shipping products so much easier. You can set up automations for your e-commerce site to print postage directly from home automatically. Seriously, it has been a game changer for me and my business. You can easily print and purchase postage directly from your computer right at home or wherever your computer is, and you can get those packages out to your valued clients quicker and with less hassle than traditional shipping methods. That's cool. All right, you got me. How do I sign up? You can sign up for a free 60-day trial at lightdarkco.com slash shipstation. That's lightdarkco.com slash ship station and i'll see you anywhere but the post office cool thanks friend and by the way love your voice thanks which speaking of poses do you have like any tips for directing uh during a photo shoot yeah so there's yeah that's good so there's two ways you could well they're both the same way you just mix things you can say well right um you don't well lisa what i found is you don't have to have like hundred poses memorized in your head, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe have two or three. Um, it's just, and the only reason is not to get those exact shots, unless you like. I have a pose I like going to all the time, but it's it it gives a a, a seat in the ground, right? So you know where you're going to start, and then you can do the pose. They'll do it, and then as they move to go to something else, you're like, wait, stop that. Whatever you just did, that looked good. Do do that again, right? Um, so and plus having some plan right at least helps right. get the engine going right just you warm up um so that helps um but i think it's like knowing what you want to shoot right like i think for me i like people to look like they're thinking look kind of powerful not like dominant powerful but like respectable mm-hmm. powerful right um so i already know like my, like i always tell people like chin up but like i'm short so even for me it looks nice so like chin up no that way we look down at the camera as a power look to it Right. Um, you know, I always like people to do this. Like, I feel like this is just a, a boss look. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Just like with the, the hand under the chin, it's, yeah. it's a very like casual boss. Um, yeah. so it's like still, still relatable, a little bit of inviting, but also like, yeah, I own this street. It's cool. It's good. And I think like, like, I, I know I like that. Right. So that's always a, a go-to, right. Um, mm. one thing that I, I saw through like TikTok where, a TikTok on Instagram, right? Was uh, uh-huh. <laughs> make shapes. So the one is they make triangles is a casual one. So like if you're trying to figure out to do like put one on your hip, put one on your hip, and you created two triangles, right? Uh, yeah. Those, okay. Triangles on your hip, triangles. Like it's just like little things like that, and that gives a better sense of uh composition. Yeah. Um so there's like those things you could come prepare the shoot with. Um I even done like one of my shoots I would put together like a, a mood board, but on Instagram, like just saving photos into its own little like save folder. Uh-huh. Um, and then I would just screenshot those and put them onto Photoshop to an eight and a half by 11 and then print that out and give it to the model. Like, Hey, I want to do these nine shots. Can we do these nine shots? And you're not going to get them because that's not how it works, but right. in trying to do something you, you both are problem solving together and that's how you find stuff like naturally. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like taking that as inspiration and because, you know, you're not going to replicate the photo exactly because one, you're a different photographer Two, they're a different model. You're like different settings, different lighting, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But having that kind of inspiration uh, and sharing that with the model, I kind of like that where, um, because especially if they're not like, um, like a super, uh, uh, not a supermodel, um, but I get, I guess like, uh, like well experienced. experienced. Thank you. Yeah. Oh man. I was searching for that word everywhere. Uh, <laughs> and then Chris came through with it. Um, but, uh, yeah, if they're not well experienced as a model or being in front of the camera, showing them some poses will help them kind of get into that like oh no i can do that like making the triangle with my hand i get you know yeah. i can that'll work um instead of just like you know okay now look relaxed and i was like yeah. i don't yeah. know how to look relaxed like uh, you know, I, I think that like that kind of guidance can be helpful like oh imagine you're on this field and you're you're eating your favorite meal like kind of putting yourself in a zone which is one thing Mm-hmm. But when you're like, okay, put your head this way, turn your head a little bit, neck down. Okay, no, turn your head this way. Can you bring your ear closer to me? Like, people I learned like that because it's it's simple and practical. So you know exactly what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. and you can just follow that right all the way through. And then that I think that helps. Um, yeah. Also helps kind of control the the shoot a little bit more, which I like. Yeah, yeah, and I and I like how you said like coming into it with a few different poses like already in mind Mm -hmm. but then paying attention as they're coming out of a pose or as they're going into the next one and like oh no yeah that yeah let's do that now um and allowing that inspiration and like those things to hit you instead of just like okay i've got um let's see let's go to number two and then you do that one and like only shooting that um because one that i would imagine that's a little bit more stiff if you're just going like here all right now let's set you up for the next one um but like stopping them mid transition um i feel like would also give like i'm just like putting myself in the model's place like if someone's taking photos of me they're like oh no stop like what you did that was amazing let's just like move right back to that yeah and then like that would give me more confidence if i was a model and like not confident uh or or feeling like a little bit of awkwardness, maybe at the beginning of photo shoots. Um, I know there's usually that kind of like icebreaker time of let's, let's get into this, like uh, get, get you warmed up being in front of the camera, get me warmed up uh, being behind. Yeah. Uh, like I, I tell models during shoots to like, um, like if we're going to shoot for an hour, right. That's kind of like the standard. Mm-hmm. Um, you can shoot for an hour, assume everything up until the 45 minute mark are not going to be good photos. We're going to get good photos, but uh-huh. assume they're going to be trash because by the time it's 45 minutes, we've already figured out what work, what doesn't work. We'll get a little yep. more comfortable. Um, we'll have the setting tile. Then everything will kind of just fall into place. Right. Mm-hmm. But, and then it's just like 15 minutes of gold. Just like, yeah, every, every single shot is just like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's just, cause I think like, especially like depending on how experienced model is too, it's, you have to give them that time, but also it's hard mm-hmm. seem like, I've done shoots where I'm like sweating bullets. Like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Like I paid this person or they paid me. And <laughs> I don't feel like I'm getting the the mark. Like I, I have stuff I can sell. Uh-huh. But I don't feel like I did my job in being an artist on that half. Right. Yeah. Okay. 
And then all of a sudden I just like, damn it, man. I'm like, Oh my God, we did it. Like, yes. uh-huh. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's really good. I mean, that goes back to setting those expectations because you're telling them like, Hey, this first, like the, at least the first half, maybe even three quarters of this is not going to be our best work. Like we're going to be learning each other, but then toward the end, that's where we're really going to click. Um, so then they're not too worried if you're like, Ooh, let's try this pose at the beginning. You're like, mm, okay, that didn't really work out. Let's go to the next one. And they're not like, Oh, it didn't work out. Like what, what did I do wrong or whatever? They're like, yeah. Oh yeah, this is the beginning. He already told me, you know, the beginning we're, we're working out the bugs and just kind of getting this going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like that. I, um, just as, as an introvert here, um, and uh, I, kn- I know uh, just just by knowing uh, some of the listeners as well, uh, mm-hmm. talking on on Instagram and everything, we have a few introverted listeners. Uh, so for for those who are a little bit more introverted, a little bit more um, maybe coming into a photo shoot with a little bit more anxiety, a little bit more like, okay, well, this has to be good, um, or I don't know how to direct that well. Um, yeah. You mentioned music earlier is a good kind of like um, icebreaker, kind of like warming into uh, into a photo shoot. Are there any other things um, for someone who like maybe is a little bit more awkward, like shooting one on one or not awkward, but just like they may feel awkward uh, mm-hmm. that they could do to just uh, kind of get to know the model a little bit more? Uh, to be more comfortable with giving directions. Mm-hmm. I know that was like a super long question. <laughs> oh, that's a good question though. But, yeah. Uh, my, my questions tend to be run on sentences. <laughs> yeah. No, I do the same. I, I give a lot of context for one question. That's, <laughs> I know. Yeah. But, yeah. It, but by setting that context, you really set the stage for this is what I'm trying to get to the core. Of. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. Um, I don't know. I think for me, cause I, <laughs> I always say I'm a shy guy too, but uh-huh. you, yeah, I'm like not shy, but it's a whole in my head thing. Yes. Um, I, I feel like I'm like, we're, we're very similar in that, that aspect where people meet me and then like we get talking and everything and they're like, wait, I'll, like I'll mention that I'm an introvert. They're like, wait, you're an introvert. Like you don't seem yeah. like it. Cause like we've been talking and like you're emotive and uh, whatever. I'm like, no, we can be, we can be emotive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're we're not the 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 quintessential introverts that you see in like Hollywood films and stuff. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I'll let no you get back yeah, to the me, the answer. Stop beating around the bush. Question. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I think for me, what helped is, I mean, there's a lot of ways I can answer that. So I'm gonna give like three, but like one is definitely just do it more, right? Um, like. I think the first time I ever work with someone, there's always that vibe of, I have no idea how this vibe is going to be. I don't know if they're going to be social, if they're not going to mm-hmm. like my vibe, if it's going to be weird. Cause I've shot with people where it's like, I'm kind of hoping this shoot wraps up kind of soon. Uh, right? Oh, vibe, right? Yeah. Just, it is. Oh yeah. Uh, there have been so many times that I'm just like, Oh, we've been shooting for 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all I mean, right it's, it's what it is right like i think you're always that's just you're working with people like i think the right to to be a little artsy it's like at the end of the day you're, you're doing a very vulnerable thing and someone else is doing something very vulnerable with you you get to be present with someone but you also get to immediately be have to be comfortable with someone and that's 
that's an experience, right? For whatever you do. Oh yeah. Um, and so I think if you do it with enough people, you get used to the small talk, you get used to making conversation, cracking jokes, like just doing stuff like that. Like I, I try mm-hmm. to talk shoot. So like I, have one guy who I shot with, I shoot with a lot, uh, Stefan, Safan. Um, were, oh yeah. I think I know. Well, I know him from your Instagram. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Cool guy. Um, but it's on, I know, right. Like we've shot multiple times. Right. But each shoot we might like, you know, shoot the shit, just talk a little bit, mm-hmm. but then we might just stop for 10 minutes. Cause he's liked what oh, my Spotify play. I was like, oh, I like that guy too. Right. Um, and we just talk about music right for 10 minutes i just run with it and like there's always the anxiety of i try to pull it back to the shoot because i don't want to waste time but i also don't want to kill the the vibe that's happening right now either right right um and so i take that into account um and if you really want to work with someone just work with that same person so like there's cheyenne lockhart uh at cheyenne san diego on instagram um we've shoot maybe like once a week since like january right it's nice. not always consistent we like Stuff will get rescheduled all the time. Like I might have something come up, show like a paid gig come up. But the fact is, because we work together so consistently, we are able to be more comfortable each shoot more. And because we're able to push the photos a little bit more, be a little more comfortable to experiment and then get good shots. Mm-hmm. Um, that builds a confidence of like, oh, I know what I'm doing as a photographer. Now I'll just take everything I learned with Cheyenne and go over here with you know Amy, and then right. try that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the more that you're doing that with like the same the same models uh, consistently, like you were saying, it's it's easier to to get into that zone um, earlier in the photo shoot, um, and then it's easier to take that into a photo shoot with a new person and just being like, okay, yeah, I'm still like riding the high from the last photo shoot I did. We're uh, we're we're good, and. Uh, yeah, it's it's that whole like just uh repetition and like building muscle memory. Uh because I I remember for years I had I don't think I have any index cards around me right now, but I just had like a little three by five index card and I would write down poses. I would write down how I wanted like to tell them, uh like I would look at inspiration photos and then like uh, reverse engineer how they got that. I'm like, okay, so I need the light like 45 degrees behind their right side. And then I want to tell them to look in this direction and then bring their hand up over here. And like, I would write all that out on a card because during the photo shoot, my mind would just like go blank. And I'm like, I don't even know. I'm so sorry. Um, obviously not telling them that, but like, I would yeah. I just like pull up this card and like, okay, cool. That's, that's the next shot that I can do, but through repetition and like doing that over and over again and having hundreds of photo shoots. Um, now I'm just like, I've got my go-to ones. Like you said, you have like your go-to poses that you do now. Um, I have my go-to poses that I do. And, and then every now and then I'm just like, let's throw in this, or the, I just, yeah. I just got inspired to do this thing, or I saw this tree and you know, it was like, Hey, we should go do this thing over here. Um, but yeah, it gives you that, uh, almost that sense of like security and stability of this is my core. These are, these are the things that I've, I've worked on over and over again. I have these muscles down, uh, like these are strong 
and this is going to carry me into the photo shoot and then I can just explore once I get there. Um, yeah. If One that makes thing sense. I do, yeah, no, that makes sense. I do like photo series. Like that's my own personal project, which is also mm-hmm. my marketing. Um, but I'll literally what I'll do is like get three, four models and I'll say, okay, so for this series, I want this specific outfit so I can repeat the outfit, tell them, hey, I want leather jacket, troll neck, black jeans. That's it. That's, that's, and it's simple, right? So I get yeah. that. Uh, I'm going to shoot if I can, right? Cause that's not always coordination wise. Like I always want to shoot for this particular series, I want every shoot to be at 10 a.m. And we're going to shoot at this specific location. I know the three spots I'm going to go to at the location. And so if you do that across multiple people, right, across multiple days, mm-hmm. every day you come back with a little bit more knowledge and a little more comfortable because you already, this is like your environment now, that you can feel more in control of the situation and feel like you know what you're doing more, which makes the model for confident too, right? Oh, yeah. You're self-confident because everything's kind of going according to a plan. But because you already did it, you're just going to redo it again, but now a different personality, right? But then yeah. because of that, lighting might be off. You might be like, you might not be allowed to go to that spot anymore. There might be too many people. Okay, so that might not work. Okay, now let me experiment, right? Let me try this spot over here. Let me mess with lighting like this. Like, and then that's how you get to be a little creative, but within a box, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. I think I think that's really good. Um, okay, so like kind of just to maybe maybe summarize uh some of the some of the tips um that you've yeah. you've given uh from today, um, or just like some things that the listeners can do, like going into a photo shoot tomorrow or next week or whenever their next one is, what's like, uh, the, maybe like one, one thing to just like start with. Um, and then obviously go back, listen to the rest of this, read your notes from, uh, from earlier or look at the show notes for this episode and like get all the tips. Um, but just like one that you think the listeners should go do start to implement like right now. And it could be about like building rapport or, uh, I try and figure out the number one. Um, I think for me, the best shoots I've had where I like enjoyed them the most have been the ones where I have an idea what I want to shoot, but mm-hmm. I'm not overly planned for it. Yeah. Um, so there's a bit of rails on it, which is good, but I go with the intention of I don't want to overdo this. I just want to show up and then have fun. Mm-hmm. Um and then I go and do that. And I tell the models when I get there, hey, there's, here's where my head is at, just so you know. Yeah. Let's just have fun, right? And then work around that. Um, and the reason why I'm saying then, obviously, I plan some shoots. Like, I have a series this Friday that's like, there's an Excel sheet for exactly what's <laughs> how this is going to go down. Uh-huh. Um, but by doing that, and this is the way I like working is, it gives you the room to still be an artist and have fun. Right. Um, and experiment. but. I'm also at a place where I'm confident knowing I'm going to go into this. And because the last couple of shoots were good, I know this, I'm going to figure out something, right? I'm not, mm-hmm. gonna, if I already did this before, why can't I do it again? Right. Right. Um, of course, I said, there's going to be a shoe where you're like, Oh, there's a lot of problems to solve right now. Um, but I go with that fresh mentality of I'm going to go and I'm, I'm the photographer. So I'm going to go do my job. Right. And that's how I kind of just run into it with that confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you just kind of take it from there but yeah it's your memory especially when it's hiring you like people if someone's going to collab with you for free where they're going to hire you whatever it is if someone's willing to put a time in their calendar and drive however long to go stand in front of you and sh- so they can shoot you they trust you there's something you did right that they like 
yeah. to remember, hey, you're the photographer at the day. You need to be the photographer of the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they chose you for a reason because mm-hmm. they like you. They like your photographs. They like how you do things. Um, and you don't have to like try and be someone else or like, oh man, I know that they've worked with so-and-so before and I want to, I want to like one up them, or I want to at least get as good as them. Like they chose you to work with you because of you. Um, and I think that's, that's really good. I think that's a really good mindset to, to come into it with. And, and like you were saying with like, you have the rails that you're on, like the trains coming in on these rails but we're also like, we can go off-roading too. Like you've got that structure for the photo shoot, but, but also have that, that flexibility of, of moving around and doing things. And whenever things come to your mind, if it's that kind of photo shoot, if it's, if it's an Excel spreadsheet, uh, photo shoot, then yeah, that's going to be a little bit more tied to the rails. Um, and also like you were saying, like giving that expectation to the models, they're going to know, this is a little bit more overly, not overly posed, but a little bit more on the posed side and less like kind of like fly by the seat of your pants, inspirational type, like, Oh, we should go do this. It's like, no, we're going to do these like four and this is it. Um, So, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's really good. And I think that would be, that's super helpful to like start getting into a little bit more of that. uh, of building, building rapport during and before the photo shoots, um, with your models. So awesome. Well, cool. Yeah. I have, I have loved that. I, I I really love, uh, really love those, uh, tips and tricks and everything that you were sharing. Um, before, before we kind of wrap up the podcast, there's a part of the, the show that I like to do. It's just, um, where we talk about what we're loving this week and it could be a movie show book, whatever another podcast um and uh or food or whatever my spoiler alert mine is food uh (laughs) but um chris is there something that you're you're loving this week yeah that's cool um i mean it might sound like cliche but like my family around me no not cliche at all yeah that is great i think it's just like like i said like when I did the startup life, it would really like that my time is work and there's yeah. nothing else. Right. And if it is, I'm trying to turn my brain off uh, as like fast as I can. But now being in San Diego, life's a lot more slower. I'm more mm-hmm. present. You know, I have a kid on the way. Hey, congratulations. Like, thank you. Um, it's realizing like, Oh, I have a kid on the way. Like that's, that is a, a thing made in my wife's stomach. Like, Right. I, my yeah. life is different now. Like there's no going back. Mm-hmm. And it's making me realize, oh, I'm I'm a human. I forgot about that. You know, like life isn't meant to be, you know, supposed to be stressed all the time. Not everyone is just Elon Musk is doing this, doesn't mean I have to do that. Right. Like <laughs> and it's like really like leveling me out, which I like because it's making me realize, oh, if I don't do a shoot for a week and there's no clients coming in, that stress is there, but I'm also not gonna die. Yeah. Right? That's just a problem to solve. Um, if I worked all morning. And I got to take my dog out, but I really want to get this project done. I could take the dog out for a five minute walk. That is okay. Like I shouldn't mm. be that stressed out where I don't feel like I can do little things like that. Right. Um, and so that that's kind of been putting like little anchors on me, but it's keeping me from floating away and burning my wings, you know? Right. Yeah. 
and it, it allows you to be able to say no sometimes if that I need to get better at. Yeah. I, me too. Oh man. I think, I think all of us do. I'm so bad at like, Oh yeah, that would be fun. And I'm like, Oh no, that's way too many shoots this week. Um, but like having that, that family time and that being important to you and that being like a, a goal. And like, this is, this is a priority for me to have this amount of family time to be able to go for a five minute walk with the dog and to be able to like spend time with your kid and like watching the first like crawl and first steps and that kind of stuff instead of like, Oh yeah, dad's always working. And like, you're getting, you're getting like the videos on the, on the phone, but that's it. Um, but like having that ability to say no, um, and because you recognize where your priorities are as like, you still want to grow this business. You still want to shoot and like do all this, but you're not going to just be like a hundred percent or not a hundred percent, but like a thousand percent, just like every waking moment, I'm going to be eating, sleeping, breathing this business. Uh, so yeah, I think an old, yeah, an old boss of mine, um, also a, a different boss, but we made a good sense of like, things take a lot longer than you usually think and mm-hmm. you may spend like we in time like generating leads right like she would say like if you're trying to generate like a, a new lead funnel or channel that's going to take probably six months minimum right that's yeah. just how that works like mm-hmm. for any marketing and that's just something like even companies don't understand right and they're like why is no one coming in um it takes you got to build that and her thing was like you might spend you know a year or two trying to like build this house but your first two years was just you putting down the floor yeah right and because mm-hmm. that might sound like nothing but you also need a floor to have a house so you don't have a floor right. it doesn't matter if it takes two years to build a floor and then it takes two years to build a floor like you can't that's what it is right yeah yeah and then as you're building more pieces on there uh, things are coming in a lot easier uh, yeah and then once you've been working at it for, for years or however long it takes to finish the house, then it's just like, Hey, we're just living in this house and things are just like working. Yeah. Uh, like that's the best whenever you don't have to like continually have to um, have to market yourself and, and go out there and network and everything. But you've like built that over the years to where things are just like coming in. I was like, all right, cool. I've got a little bit more free time because I'm not, focused on this um but it's always good to like you know still work on it um okay cool i love that i love i love i love that that's what you're loving and it also like tied into a good uh business tip too um so i am uh i'm loving something a little bit uh a little bit different um i'm loving a food um it's this probably isn't the best for like a a podcast that a lot of people listening aren't in texas um but um but yeah there's a a a taco place here called torchies i know that they have torchies in other places too but it's it's very much like a central texas uh type restaurant and they do a, a taco of the month and um during the pandemic they removed my favorite taco which is called the tipsy chick and it's got like this bourbon bacon sauce on it it's like heavy uh yeah it's uh it's so good it's like uh fajita chicken and uh 
and spinach and like corn and like it's it's really really tasty but they got rid of it and uh the the taco of the month in august is the tipsy chick so i have been enjoying that we just had that for dinner tonight uh so it's on my mind um and in my belly but um but yeah, if you were a fan of the Tipsy Chick at Torchies and you were also upset that they took it off the menu, it's back uh, at least until the end of the month. Um, so those of you who are who are in the Facebook group, uh, watching this live, seeing mine and Chris's faces um, right here, and and Momo jumping up uh, <laughs> earlier, knocked um, out on the floor right now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're if you're watching this live in the Facebook group, you have a, a few extra weeks. Uh, to go get that tipsy check. Um, but anyway, enough of the little commercial for Torchies. Um, Chris, where can people find you? Where can they, uh, you know, follow you on Instagram, find your stuff, uh, listen to your podcast. Uh, tell us all the places. Yeah. So uh, go to places are going to be Instagram um, at K digitals, all not one word. I think I have an underscore in my name because some random guy has it and doesn't use his Instagram handle. Uh, that's that's the worst the those yeah. guys are just like they have your like what you want but they're never on there <laughs> yeah so it's uh k underscore digitals on instagram uh on youtube you can find me it's k digitals all one word um i have a podcast writing to other artists on their process and style um there's you probably want to search k digitals podcast there's another k digitals it's kind of like a uh, a productivity hack um okay i think in like michigan Okay. Um, and then my website, if you want to check out some stuff more in depth, uh, it's just chrisaguilar.com. Uh, Chris is spelled K-R-I-S. Um, those are the three places. There's Spotify, too, awesome. like this podcast, but YouTube, Sweet. check out the YouTube podcast. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really, I've been watching a lot more YouTube podcasts because um, I, I love video uh, and mm -hmm. like seeing people's facial expressions, too. Um, so, yeah, I will have to check out your, your, uh, your YouTube as well, but, um, awesome. Well, cool. Well, um, yeah, we'll have links to all of those places where you can find Chris, follow along, say, Hey, um, for sure. Send some DMS, let us know that you listen to the podcast, uh, and, uh, and what you took away from it. Um, but yeah, well, Chris, thank you so much for being on the show. I really enjoyed, uh, today's conversation. Of course, John. No, I appreciate it, man. Guys, how great were those tips from Chris? One of my worst nightmares is not connecting well with my couples. Um, it just makes the session super long and super awkward and super uninspiring. Um, using these steps will definitely help you connect with those models um, and your subjects the, uh, the next time you have a photo shoot. We have links to all of the things in today's episode in the show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 77. This episode was recorded in front of a live Facebook audience where you can ask questions and interact. Be more than just listening to us on your favorite podcast app. Join us live next time. You can join our Facebook community by searching for the Light and Dark Photography Podcast Group. This episode is edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. All of our ads are affiliate partnerships, so we get a little commission when you check them out. It's a great way to get a great deal, um, but also support this podcast. 
You can follow the show on Instagram at LightDarkCo. Chris and his podcast are at K underscore digitals. That is just the letter K and then underscore digitals. You can find me at All Heart Photo. Subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. I would love to hear from you until next week. I will see you in the Facebook group. Bye.